Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. And um, right, today I've got <laughs> today I was a bit stumped with today's question. I it was a it's a very interesting one. And um, I've actually decided to bring on a guest to talk about it because I think it's a, it's really like it's a nice meaty question without an obvious answer. So I'm looking forward to that. If you are new to the podcast, please subscribe. We like subscribers over here because otherwise you're just like a one-time guest. You know, you come around to the house, I cook you dinner and then you leave and you never come back. So I want you to subscribe so that you, uh, you know, you get this podcast in your feed every week, twice a week uh, with lots of stuff all about language learning. And you're about to discover what that's like. Before we kick off, though, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show who will also make an appearance in today's question, funnily enough, which is, of course, italki. And this is where I get all of my speaking practice. Whatever language I'm learning, italki is pretty much the most convenient place to get your language lessons, whether it's a professional teacher you're looking for or a simple speaking partner, whatever it may be, italki is the best place to get that. That's why they're the sponsors of the show and I love them to bits. And you can get a free lesson by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. That's IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, then I've got a question here that I'm going to read out. And um, then I'm going to introduce my guest for today, who's going to help me think through this problem. And I think I'll leave this anonymous because I wouldn't want... Um, him to feel singled out, even though he said quite clearly, if you want to fashion a podcast out of this, that would also be great. So um, this anonymous email, which wasn't anonymous, but I'm anonymizing it, reads like this. Dear Ollie, I have a question regarding online speaking practice formats such as italki, which you promote. I'm feeling extremely frustrated with the Chinese teachers I found on there. They don't seem to understand that I want to practice speaking. They all seem to insist on trying to go over grammar rules, shovel loads of new vocabulary on me, etc, etc, when all I want to do is practice some of the things I've already learned. When I try to tell them this, they just randomly talk about whether I like spicy food or whether I have kids. There's no structure. I've suggested a course book that we just use as a framework for speaking for each half hour based on the topic or the vocab, but that hasn't worked either. I've literally tried 15 teachers. So my question is, what am I doing wrong? Do you understand what I want? If so, how could I go about getting that from a teacher? And he says at the end, I'm at a elementary stroke, low intermediate level, by the way, which I will take to be about an A2 level. So thanks for this question, Mr. Mr. Anonymous. Um, I really feel your frustration. Um, but I, as I was thinking about how to answer this, I, I, I wondered whether there was a particular kind of cultural angle to this that I, that I, I'm not qualified to speak about because I don't know China very well. So I decided to bring on to the podcast, my good friend, Jan van der from Language Boost, who is something of a China expert. So, uh, Jan, welcome back to the show. You've been on here many times before, I know. But hey, Oli, yes, um, happy to happy to be back on your show. Has it been a while? I think last time was in Mexico. Remember when we were doing yeah. the crazy trip? Yeah, we were in Mexico and then Thailand before that. I know you've kind of. 
I kind of I kind of bring you on when I don't have anything else to talk about, you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, um, so yeah, and you 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 have spent a lot of time in China. You know China very well. You know Chinese people very well. So yeah, um, I, yeah. I thought I'd just sort of start off by thinking by by just asking you for your immediate reaction to this question. Like, what's the first thing you think about when you hear this question? The first thing I think about is that Chinese people, they have been thought languages, another way that what we are used to here in the West. So they focus a lot on, you, you spend a lot of time in Asia as well, especially in countries like Japan. I think, I think it's the same there. Like in the classroom, people are not allowed to, it looks bad if they ask questions, because if they ask questions, it means that they look dumb because they don't understand what the teacher is teaching. And at the same time, they're interrupting the lesson. The teacher is losing face, so they're not used to a lot of interaction. And they're really used to teachers who just teach. They learn the rules. They learn the grammar. They know all these words. And many of the Chinese have been learning English, for example, for for many years but yet by the time they graduate you know they pass all the exams they know all the words they know all the grammar but they can't speak so i I think this is a i think this is a problem in their education system and they think that you know the way people teach languages in china universities at schools that's the right way to do it so they might use that same approach um, yeah so in, in, so in Asia, they have a very kind of very traditional education system. Like that's, yeah, yeah we, 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 so here's the thing. When I hear that, I think, okay, yeah, that's true. But then if people are teaching on italki or other, other teaching platforms, like they, 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 they should know this stuff, right? I mean, they, yeah. they isn't, I'm sure that this, this is not the first student they've had learning Chinese, right? So, mm-hmm. so I would expect that that people that are, are happy to kind of break out of that mold that they that they're happy to just you know it's, it sounds to me like what this what this questioner really wants is just to just to talk that's just a chat and to and to practice vocabulary and stuff i said i haven't I, i've never i haven't found that many teachers who have a problem with most teachers actually quite like that because yeah. because they, it's, it's it's easier right just to talk yeah. I've had the same experience. I mean, I learned Mandarin mainly when I was in China, but after Mandarin, I also learned some Cantonese, and I was doing that mainly through Skype, also with teachers from Italki. And these were teachers from the Guangdong region, so proper mainland Chinese people. And I have to say that most of the teachers that I had, they were actually quite open-minded. So I do not really have that experience. I didn't really notice that they were using this traditional um, learning or teaching style. I find them quite open-minded. They were very interested in foreigners. Um, yeah, so I did this. That's not really my experience, to be honest. Um, same for me. I mean, I, I, you know, I've taken a lot of lessons with like Cantonese speakers, Japanese speakers. I think, I mean, on the whole, yeah. I mean, people that I, that I, I take lessons with are very happy to just talk. I mean, what, what tends to happen mm-hmm. after a while is that, you know, after you've been speaking with somebody for a number of lessons, then you start to think, well, okay, well, maybe we should have a bit of structure in here just to make sure that we keep learning new things. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I, I have had, I have had lessons with people in, uh, in Hong Kong who 
they kind of get a bit scared by the lack of structure. You know, mm-hmm. if you say, I just want to talk, they actually feel a bit, a bit threatened by that because they have this kind of view. They want to know that they're helping you, you know, they want to know that they are quote unquote teaching you stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult for a teacher to know that, I think, unless you're very experienced, if, if you're just, if you're just talking. So I think I do know what he's talking about here. I, I, I get it. I, the unusual thing for me it seems that he's tried 15 teachers and, and this is what the bit I don't really understand because I would have thought if you've been through 15 teachers, you, you would find a, at least a few who would understand what you're looking for. So I'm wondering, is it, do you think it's a, is it a question of experience? Are these all perhaps very inexperienced teachers? Yeah, or maybe it's a matter. Maybe it's a, like how do you? That, that would be my question for uh, the person who asks the question: is how how do you ask? How do you ask them to to just? How do you make it clear what you want? Yeah. Like, do they feel? What, what is their reaction? Like the first time you you say that, how do you bring that message? across that's the thing because there's two parts to this aren't there like the one thing one thing is like the kind of teacher and is this teacher actually kind of genuinely capable of having the having a chat so to speak you know are they capable of changing their teaching style that's question number one and then the second part of that equation is you know how are you presenting that information and it can be difficult to get this across to to, to teachers can't it? it can it's not mm. always easy to explain exactly what you want and especially if the teacher is nervous or if they're very traditional it, it's mm-hmm. not straightforward to, it's not always straightforward to, to explain that you just want that speaking practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're feeling uncomfortable with the topics you talk about. And I'm not really sure what you talk about, but maybe you can ask them what they like to talk about instead of, instead of what you like to talk about. Maybe that way they feel more comfortable. They're more happy to, you know, just practice conversation. Um, also, I think you can give them, directions during um or corrections during the lesson so if they keep explaining you grammar maybe you can just say you know or if they keep teaching you vocabulary you can just say hey, if there is a word that you would like to teach me just write it down in skype and i will have a look at it later so that it doesn't disturb yeah. the flow of the conversation. yeah it gets very frust- it gets very frustrating though doesn't it if you're if you're always stopping to, to talk about that stuff it does get it is difficult like i've had that experience where it's kind of easy to say that and i give that advice as well myself but then actually you know when you're talking to someone on skype it's actually quite difficult to, to actually say to someone look stop don't don't correct me don't mm-hmm. you know it's not easy to give that that yeah that kind of direction um do, i mean I, I certainly get the impression that Chinese people on the whole are very happy to just talk. I mean, if you kind of remove the, this kind of this, this idea of a lesson in, you know, quote unquote lesson from, from, from the equation, and you're just talking to people. Mm-hmm. I certainly get the impression that, that Chinese people, especially those who are on platforms like iTalki and there to teach, they're very happy just to talk, right? Yeah, that's also my experience. Do, do you think, is, is, how does the level, how does his level factor into this? He says he's elementary low level and, you know, oh sorry, elementary stroke low intermediate. I mean, mm. with, a, with a language like Chinese, it's it's not easy to communicate. No. Easy. I mean, that's that's quite a low level to communicate freely in Chinese, isn't it? So yeah. I mean, I wonder if there's a is if there is um if the teacher feels that maybe the teachers feel that he's like he's he, yeah, or he needs to just 
I don't know how to put this, but you know, he needs to kind of just le- maybe just learn a bit more first before trying to speak, or maybe he's trying uh, he's yeah, trying to speak yeah. without the, without enough knowledge or enough ability. I can see what, how that how that could happen. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to answer the question because I, I, I do not really know how the conversation goes. I, th- I think if you really want to practice your conversation, I think there needs to be some kind of flow. I think there is – I mean, yes, you can speak from day one, and you can speak at an A1, E2 level, but you need to be very creative. I, w- yeah. I would say – okay, so that would – okay, so if you want to practice your your speaking practice, it's very important that you have that flow and that you – so I think my tip for beginners – for people who want to speak from the beginning is keep it, keep it simple. So instead of, um, about the movie that you watched yesterday, just try first start off with making simple sentences. And today I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to do that. What are you going to do tomorrow? It's a, it's a bit artificial. Um, but I think that way, the conversation it keeps mm. the conversation alive and you keep the flow of the conversation and i think that's the key maybe if you lose the conversation if you use that if sorry if you lose that flow all the time um your teacher just thinks that yeah you're having difficulties and that you're struggling too much and it also makes the, the teacher uncomfortable yeah and yeah, yeah so- trying to help you out by giving these yeah Explaining the grammar and teaching all these words. I'm thinking that maybe that, that I think what we're getting at here is maybe, maybe the issue because he, because he says this in the email. He says, you know, whenever I try to tell them this, they just randomly talk about whether I like spicy food or have kids. So it sounds like the teachers are trying to stimulate the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I just wonder whether talking for half an hour on a particular topic at a elementary level is just a little bit too, too difficult in at, the, at this stage in, in a language like Chinese it certainly yeah. I mean I, I can relate this to when I was learning Cantonese when I was mm-hmm. at that level I mean I, I did do this I did talk kind of talk for half an hour in an unstructured way but I think you've got to take a, a lot of responsibility as the student right yeah. you really have to guide the conversation and you've got to mm-hmm. be confident and because because otherwise like you say and it's kind of it's it's difficult and it's awkward for the teacher because right? they can mm. see that you're struggling and they want yeah. to help you and they just yeah. and it's difficult to know what the best way is to, to do you know what's the best way to help you yeah so how would you do that would you also keep the conversation simple and, and, and no i don't i just i try to talk about anything i say i i mean oh you do that anyway i um no i i would talk about anything i wanted to and i would ask for the vocabulary i need to okay. to say it but that's just so, me i don't necessarily i don't know that's necessarily the right the right thing to do but I think there is an argument for saying, like, with difficult languages like Chinese, I mean, it might just be the case that, you, that, that's, that you're not, not ready to start speaking yet. You know, maybe you just need to get a little bit more under your belt first. And it's difficult to say with, with this questioner because, again, I don't know his level. I don't know how long he's been learning for, so it's difficult to say. But I, it's certainly the case that if you, tr- if you for certain people, if you try to start speaking too soon, it can just be very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it depends on your approach. Um, I think everyone learns languages at a different. Know that we really like to speak a language from the beginning and to also practice our speaking from the beginning. So, if I were him, I would actually do what he's doing. Just 
get speaking practice from the beginning, even if you're at A1, at A2. But in order to keep the flow of that conversation, just talk about simple things. Keep it simple. Make sure that you are using the things that you know, you know, that you yeah. use the grammar that you know, but keep it simple because once you, you, tr- you try to make it too complicated, you try to express yourself I don't know, in ways you've never done before, well, I guess that's the idea yeah. of doing online lesson, but if you want to go too fine to detail, you lose that flow, and that's yeah. Yeah, well, and also, also, if, if, if you want to keep if you, if you want to keep that conversation going as well, you've got to be. You can't worry about making mistakes, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, if you worry about making mistakes, then you're just going to be stopping and starting and stopping and starting all the time. Mm-hmm. And like you say, the flow. You know, if you want to, if you want to chat for half an hour, the flow is the most important thing, isn't it? Otherwise, it's going to be painful for everybody. So, you know, if you want to enjoy that, those 30 minutes speaking, then you've got to, you've got to make the flow of the conversation the most important thing. And in that case, um, you've got to forget about mistakes. Like, just don't worry about them. You've, you've just got to really do everything you can to make the teacher feel comfortable to, to, you know, guide the conversation, talk about things you want to talk about. You really do have to take a lot of responsibility as the, as the student for guiding the conversation and almost, you know, carry the conversation by, by yourself. But I do think, I do think there's an argument here for saying, look, maybe just take six months off. Don't speak for the next six months. Just go and, I mean, if Steve Kaufman was on here mm-hmm. right now, having this yeah. conversation, you know, you know he, he would just say, look, just forget about speaking, just go off yeah. and listen and read, yeah. you know, use link. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> You know, just just get build your knowledge. There's no point torturing yourself um, unnecessarily when there is an alternative, and there is a good alternative. You know, there's lots of different ways to approach this, and you don't have to speak from the beginning. I mean, again, uh, we both do that, don't we? Because we like we, you know, we have a similar approach to languages. We love that the challenge of communication. Like, so we're like that naturally, mm-hmm. but most I think most people aren't. Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah difficult but it, i mean ultimately this is I, I i say this a lot but ultimately you're kind of dealing with human beings aren't you like a teacher is another human being and you you've got to try to um negotiate this interaction with them in in, in, a, in a way that is helpful for both people and uh it's a difficult that's pleasant that's yeah. not awkward for both parties that's fun and i do think you know it could be a cultural issue here but most of the time with those teachers on italki i think they're quite open-minded and happy to talk to you even yeah also happy to just uh, help you with your conversations uh conversational skills so yeah maybe just has to do with the flow of the conversation it's kind of hard to answer this question without knowing anything yeah more about what's exactly happening during those lessons but but what's for sure is i think for this for this questioner you know uh, um if if he was to you know work hard on on raising his level a little bit more i think it would get much easier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i think you know really to have a to have long flowing conversations for half an hour you know you really Mm -hmm. need to be at, at an intermediate level to do that properly Mm-hmm. I think as, as a minimum, I mean, to, to do it in an enjoyable way where it's not just kind of you hammering stuff home, you know, if you're actually enjoying a conversation and talking about relatively meaningful stuff, you, you do, I think have to be at, at an intermediate 
level. So I'd, I'd say, you know, the, how, however you resolve this particular issue with the teachers, I think you've got to keep your focus on, on improving your level and learning as much as possible, you know, working hard. And mm. then the, the, the conversations will get better over time. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it seems to me anyway. And the teacher will feel more comfortable, comfortable. And eventually, um, you won't have this. Yeah. Also, if you speak a language well, the teacher doesn't need to interrupt you all the time to give you all these cards. I think, I think they just do that to help you out. Maybe they see that you struggle. That they want to be productive. They want to make sure that they help you the best way they can during those lessons and as your conversational skills you can improve. Um, they will feel less need to do that, I guess. Yeah. Bigger picture, though, you know, long term, the key is to keep going. Like, whatever it is that you do, you know, you don't have to speak. Um, right now, you can take long breaks away from speaking. But the bigger picture is you just like this frustration is part of the process. You do have to kind of keep going, keep going, keep learning, keep focusing on improving. And over time, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the that's the journey. Yeah. And thank you very much. Where can people find out more about you? languageboost.biz that's our website and we also have a YouTube channel called Language Boost you can find all our videos there and you make um, courses and products that help people to start speaking from the beginning right that's your approach new language from scratch and get to a conversational language quickly that's what we focus on Awesome. Languageboost.biz. Jan, thank you very much. Thank you, uh, dear questioner, for your, for your question. I hope that was helpful. I know, um, I know we kind of went round the houses a bit on this, but you know, it's one of those things without a simple answer. So I hope that was helpful for whatever it's worth. If you'd like to leave a comment or give your input on this topic, then please come over to the show notes where you can leave a comment, uh, for, for this, for this person and for others as well. Um, I know lots of you will want to put your, give your two cents on this. The show notes are at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 341. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 341. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things, so whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.